the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So happy new year. We've, we've come to a whole church new year. And, and really for us, this, this is a happy new year because it's only been a year since we finally have come back to church um, in person all together. It was Advent 1 last year that we left the pavilion and came back in here. I know that seems like a long time ago for people. And so really this... This marks, since, since that I've been here, our first sort of complete full year that we've had in church, um, going all the way from Advent um, to Advent with Holy Week and all the Pentecost season and everything else. So it's, it's great um, to be here today. And, and in many ways, the, this passage today sort of reflects that, that reality of, of what it is to to experience much of much of what we did throughout that, that pandemic as reminded as we were as we were reading, where it just talks about waiting. It's not being something that's passive, but something that you continuously do. You're, you're still working. Right? I mean this this passage has been has been used as the primary theological text for the Left Behind series. Um, and movies and um, the multi-million dollar uh, extravaganza that sort of has followed um, that thankfully has disappeared. But um, these, really just these two lines, right, of like there will be one in the field and then one's gone and one's left and then there'll be somebody at the mill and one will be gone and one will be left. And it's like, oh, there's the rapture, here it is. And then we get all sorts of things. And in reality, I don't, you know, one, I'm not discounting the rapture completely, totally embarrassed. It's fun to say, what happened to all the Episcopalians on certain days? You know, maybe, maybe they were all raptured and I've been left behind on the, the Sunday after Easter. On, East, on Easter, this church was really full. What happened? Yes, the rapture must have come. So it's, it's definitely a great, it's a definitely a great theological joke, if nothing else. But it's, but more importantly, for for what Jesus is talking about, is he's saying, you don't know when it's going to happen. I promise, there's a return that's coming. But it's going to be just like in the days of Noah. Really, you're just going to be going about your business, and it's it's going to be. It's not something that you can just be ready for. It's not something that you know is going to happen on April 13, 2028. And so therefore you can live your life however you want to live until April 13, 2028. And then you can repent and just be sitting there waiting, watching in the sky. Right? That's not what this is about. This is about something different. It's about, as Jesus said, or as, as Paul says to the Romans, it's about putting on the armor of light, casting off all the works of darkness, putting on the armor of light and, and shining brightly. In fact, we, we, we don't read the next passage for, for, whatever, for whatever reason, but it's, but it's sort of important because it says, 
Who then is the faithful and wise servant who his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with the drunkards, the master of that servant will come on that day and he does not expect it, he does not know, and he will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Right? We, and this, unfortunately, is sort of the opposite of casting off the work of the darkness, putting on the armor of light. It's saying, obviously there's a delay and I'm going to do what I want. And sadly, this church, the church, not this church, but the church, maybe this church too, but I'm not pointing fingers, the church, capital C, church, has done that often, right? We've, we've gone our own way. We've started uh, using, using the cross as a way to beat down other people. We've used, we've used Jesus' um, love and grace and in, in, in peace and proclamation as a, as a weapon um, against others. Um, and Jesus says, it's not be good for the church that I find or anybody else who's doing this. Instead, continue to actively show forth the power and grace and love that God proclaims like in passages that we heard from Isaiah, where weapons of warfare are retooled into plows, right? Where, where no longer is nation going to be against nation, but there's going to be peace and grace and love. And so we live, we, we're called to live as if we're entering into that kingdom, living into that kingdom, to be witnesses. And this is, this is an, an active sort of waiting we think of waiting as being a very passive activity. You know, you're sort of waiting for the phone to ring. You're waiting for the email. You're waiting for for the the job offer to be to, to come. You're waiting for for whatever. Waiting isn't isn't passive. And Advent really is 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 an invitation. To, to be actively waiting for the coming of Jesus. Be actively hoping. Be actively engaging in, in acts of peace and love and joy. We're actively called to put on the armor of light and reflect who Jesus is in our midst. And, and this is a great thing. And I, I, I may mention, at least in my newsletter article, and, but in my sermon last week, I can't remember if it was last week or a Wednesday service, sort of all blend together um, sometimes. But but one of the things that 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 um, Saint Matthias has has done that was was sort of highlighted even um, at, at, at annual councils is that. Um, Bishop said lots, lots of times people within the pandemic, they just sort of hunkered down. They hunkered down to wait it out until they could come back. And, and, and St. Matthias, as well as some other churches, he pointed out, were found creative ways to wait it out. Um, we built a pavilion 
to wait it out. We, we went on so, social media and, and created movies to wait it out. We involved more people in worship to wait it out. Those, just because one thing happens doesn't mean that we're not called to actively continue to, to live into the message of hope and peace and joy. And so that was encouraging as, as, as I was thinking about this passage today about actively waiting. I didn't really think about it that way until preparing for this sermon that, that that's a lot of what we did over the past couple of years is exactly what this passage says. Right? We have to we have to shift, we have to change. We're waiting for the time we can come back to church. But in but in many ways coming back to church just meant not really an active waiting. It just meant doing things the same way we always did things. It's Advent now. We change to blue. We light the wreath. We get the tree out. We make wreaths. We change the prayers. We change, you know, there's things that we do. We don't sing Christmas carols here in the Episcopal Church, right? I mean, big no-no. But we, 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 we do all these things um, in expectation and sometimes out of tradition. But there's more to it than that. There's an intentionality of what it is to wait as well. We become intentional in preparing for the coming of Messiah. We become intentional for the return and life of Jesus. We become intentional of the ways that we put on the armor of light and bring forth peace. We become intentional about preparing gifts for those children who are in need and often feel like they have no one. Feel intentional about proclaiming the message of Christ. And, and too often, as we come into, into Advent, um, it's all about the coming of Christmas, right? It's all about preparing for the Nativity, and we forget. So at least this first Sunday of Advent always reminds us that it's not just the coming of Christmas. It's the return of Jesus. It's the armor of light um, being put upon us because there is a time of hope, peace, and joy where Jesus is coming back. And so we live in this, this time of already and not yet where the kingdom of God has come down upon us and we live in this glorious and holy kingdom of the first advent, but we wait in anticipation of the next advent of Jesus' return. And in that waiting, in that hope, we love. We reach out. We pray for one another. We feed one another. We bless one another. We heal one another. It's an active waiting an active expectation, an active hope. And I pray that this Advent, we continue to actively wait for the coming of Jesus by being witnesses and lights that shine brightly in the darkness. The armor of light that we've put on to cast out the darkness may 
shine brightly in us and through us. Shield us from, from being consumed with the worldly um, passion of, of Christmas stuff and rather reflect the glory of who Jesus is and the return that is to come. Amen.